This is WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. Join us as we break down all the exciting action regarding the WWE that keeps us all watching. It's WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. What's up, all you WrestleManiacs? Welcome back to the fourth episode of WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. We are so excited to be back. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year's, Tyler. What's happening, bud? Waylon, happy New Year to you and everyone who is watching our live stream. I just cannot believe that it's episode four of WrestleManiacs already, and it's just always a pleasure to join you, Waylon. So I'm just looking forward to it, and uh, we got so much to talk about. We actually do, but first, I am wearing my Chasing Goalie t-shirt, supporting Lillian Garcia. Tyler, talk about your t-shirt. Well, and I'm representing the hot rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper, one of the all-time greats, and it's a Christmas present, and it was appropriate that you're wearing Chasing Glory, and I'm wearing one representing the hot rod for WrestleManiacs. Absolutely. And before we get started with this episode, we hope you all love the new look. Isn't it awesome? I love it, I love it too. It, it was a hard time putting it all together, but I managed to do it right before we went live. So we hope you all enjoyed this new look. Let us know in the comments below. And like Tyler said, we have a lot to discuss. We have breaking news. We have the holiday week of Raw and SmackDown. We have day one and New Year's revolution. So we're going to get started with Tyler Peters. Yes, we have a lot of breaking news indeed, Waylon. And we're going to start out. With our first story, WWE announces an international location for Money in the Bank this year. WWE announced that for the first time ever this summer, that Money in the Bank, the premium live event, will be held in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. But it'll be a full weekend of sports entertainment. As Friday Night SmackDown will happen on Friday, July the 5th. And July the 6th, you'll see Money in the Bank. And Sunday, July the 7th, it doesn't end there because NXT presents Heat Wave. It will all be live from the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. So that is just huge news, Waylon. Absolutely. It is for sure, Tyler. And our next story. TKO makes major announcement regarding the WWE and UFC strategic partnerships. It was announced that the company would be merging between the two powerhouses known as the UFC and WWE. It would be global partnerships. They will be paired into one unit, providing brands with access to one of the most formidable sports marketing portfolios in the world. So, Waylon, it's no surprise. TKO is already making major moves. Yeah. Now, can you see some of the TKO athlete come to WWE and some of WWE athletes go to TKR company. 
Could you see that happening, Tyler? I could uh, see it happening for sure, Waylon, because it, it would make sense. Why not have a UFC star at least appear at a WWE event and vice versa, have a WWE star uh, emerge at a UFC event? Absolutely. Uh, I think it would be genius on their part, yeah. and it, it would make a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. And now, Tyler, rumor has it that Naomi and Sasa Banks could be returning to WWE. Now, that would be amazing to see them back. Maybe at the Royal Rumble, we will see. Tyler, what are your takes on this? I think you never say never in the world of professional wrestling, and we could definitely see both these ladies return. You're mentioning Sasha Banks and Naomi. We could see a reunion between the two. Maybe they go against each other. I, I would love to see them both back in the WWE and make an appearance at the uh, Women's Royal Rumble matchup. Absolutely. Now, can you see... Sasa Banks coming back to WWE to team with Bailey if Bailey get kicks out of damage control. Yeah, I could see Bailey and uh, Bailey and Banks teaming up. It, it would be uh, fantastic. Absolutely. And then we have WWE reportedly making changes. To SmackDown's announced team. So December 2023 was Michael Michael's last month on SmackDown. And now the SmackDown's commentary team will now be Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves. Now, there has been no talks when uh, about the changing to the Wards team. Now, Raw will now feature Michael Carr and Ray Baelbeck. For the last year, Michael Carr has been a commentator on both Raw and SmackDown. So, Tyler, what's your input on this? I think it, uh, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. I always prefer the, the two-man team, so... As, as neat as it was, uh, featuring Michael Cole with uh, both Kevin Patrick and Corey Grace on Friday Night SmackDown, uh, I, I like that he's just going to be with Wade Barrett on Raw. So uh, to me, it's it's not very surprising. Absolutely. So there you have it, everyone. Our breaking news for Episode 4 of WrestleManiacs. We hope you all are enjoying this so, so far. There is no one in the comments at the moment. But throughout this show, if you want to leave a comment, we will be sure to recognize your comments. As that's one of our main purpose of doing this show. Me and Tyler like your input in the comments. So... Whenever you share comments, we will bring them up and say hi to you. Right, Tyler? Yeah, we absolutely uh, love hearing from all of you uh, on WrestleManiacs. We, we appreciate the feedback. And as you see in our new background, below in this picture, 
you can see where we are at on social media. So take a look at the screen and be sure to get connected with us on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And now we are going to get on to the Raw Holiday Week episode. Yeah, and it starts out with R-Truth defeating J.D. Madonna. And if you've been following the story, I'm just going to go over it briefly. R-Truth actually believes he's a member of Judgment Day. And Waylon, what do you make of all this? You know, as far as the match. <laughs> oh, I love R-Truth. He is a funny guy. He's just, it's good to see him back on TV. He 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 has a connection with the wwe universe that they love him he just does an incredible job on the microphone and he was the longest reigning 24 7 champ in it too so it's great to see him back on tv i think anytime you have our truth involved in a storyline it's just going to be uh worth your time watching and as we see it's it's not worth jd's uh while here as he's <laughs> taking a, uh, it appears to be a knee from our truth uh, Yep. So what an image if you're watching along with us live. Absolutely. It was not a good day for J.D. McDonough or Judgment Day nope. during the holidays. And next up, we get to see where. Hold on, everyone. Tyler is having difficulties. He will be back in a second. Like Tyler was saying, we got to see some more details with Nia Jax and Becky Lynch for their match that will be coming up in new in the day one episode. So yeah, this was an incredible time with what Naya and Becky was discussing because you do not talk about Becky's family like that because she will not pull up with it. All right, everyone. Tyler Peter is back. Like I said, we was having difficulties earlier. Welcome back, Tyler. Well, thank you. I, I apologize. I, I don't know what happened there. Evidently, I made uh, Becky Lynch mad from the looks of it. <laughs> but uh, you pretty much said it, Waylon. You, you don't make it personal uh, with anybody, especially in wrestling. And, and as we see, Becky Lynch and, and Nijax had the volatile uh, confrontation. Uh, you could tell security was even having a hard time uh, keeping Becky Lynch off of uh, Nijax. Absolutely, 100%. And then Gonfa versus the men's. Gonfa ended up winning. Therefore, the Mets cannot have a title son as long as Gunther is the Intercontinental Champion. And next up, we see Shinsuke Nakamura playing more mind games with the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. It's the American Nightmare before Christmas story. Then afterwards, Cody Rhodes would ambush and attack Shinsuke and they would fight all throughout the arena, yet Rhodes could not finish the job as security would keep the American Nightmare away from Shinsuke Nakamura. Absolutely. This was an incredible promo and statement by these two. 
talents. And then we had Natanya Chance and Kanan Connor became the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions as they beat Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin. And next up, we see that Ivar was just too much for Akira Tasawa. Even Maxine Dupree looked concerned as she should be. Uh, but in the end, Ivar wins the matchup. This was awesome to see. And then we had Drew McIntyre and Joseph Rollins ahead of day one. Well, next we see that it's Imperium. It's Ludwig Kaiser who has got Jey Uso in a bad way, but it would be Jey Uso who would go on to defeat Kaiser in this matchup. Absolutely. And then the Judgment Day one to still be our undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions as they defeated them against the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers ended up losing. It would have been awesome to see the Creed Brothers win, but like me and Tyler and everyone else know, we know they wasn't going to take the belts off of Judgment Day just yet. Yeah, I have to agree, Waylon. You got to keep the momentum with uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor to become the uh, the tag team champions. Absolutely. So there was Raw's Holiday Week episode, and now we're going to discuss the SmackDown Holiday episode. We are, and we, we start out with a confrontation between AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and LA Knight. And if you've been following the product, you know that, that it's been announced they are going to be in a triple threat matchup on the uh, the next edition of SmackDown, which would be a revolution. And uh, Orton and AJ Styles are, are discussing their problems with the bloodline. L.A. Knight has been the one that, I'm paraphrasing, seems to be bulletproof. Uh, it was just a, an exciting segment, Waylon. Uh, what's your take on it? I find it was incredible to see these three in the ring talking about who's going to face Robin Reigns. I can't wait to discuss the triple threat match with everyone once we get into SmackDown. But I think it was incredible. And next up, we're going to get our uh, next matchup. It's the Holiday Havoc eight-woman match. We would see Bianca Belair and Meechin and Selena Vega and Shotzi uh, defeat Damage Control. And we see that Shotzi and the EST, Bianca Belair, uh, doing some damage on Kyrie Sane from Damage Control. There was just so much going on, Waylon, that we can't break it down. But what a fun matchup. I mean, you had all the stars were aligning for the holidays on SmackDown. As you could tell by that image, it was an epic match. It was. And then we had NXT North American champion, Dragon Lee. He went against Bat Butch, and he ended up winning the match. So here is your winner, 
Dragon Lee. And then Kevin Owens won against Carmelo Hayes to move on in the United States title tournament final. So that's what we had there. Next, the almighty Bobby Lashley was powerful, but it was not enough against Santos Escobar. He advances and wins the match and moves on to take on Kevin Owens for next week's SmackDown as we're going in order. It would be due to interference, as we're going to see in the next image. It would be these two masked individuals who would attack the Street Profits and cause interference that would distract the almighty Bobby Lashley and help Santos Escobar. Those two individuals were revealed to be. Hiberto Carrillo and Angel Garza, they have returned to the main roster from NXT. It was incredible. And then we had AJ Styles versus Shola Sakala. Now, AJ Styles won because the match was a disqualification because Roman, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns came in and attacked AJ Styles. And then eventually, Randy Orton and LA Knight came out for the save. But LA Knight attacked AJ Styles. Randy Orton, as you see in the image, trying to get LA Knight off of him. LA Knight did not like that. So Randy Orton and LA Knight got on it, and then all three of them went on it. So it's like they are determined that each of them are going to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But which superstar is that going to be? We will discuss that on SmackDown. But I thought this was entertaining to see. Tyler, what is your input on that? No, it was uh, nice to see these three have uh, issues because it's all about who's going to face Roman Reigns, uh, like you were after mentioning, Wayla. Absolutely. So there is the SmackDown and Raw Holiday Week episode. At this time, we have a comment. What's up, Ben? Hey, Ben. How's it going? He's uh, actually get a chance to uh, co-host on his wonderful show in the corner, and it's fantastic, Waylon. Uh, do yourself a favor. So uh, always uh, great to hear from from Ben, or as I call him, Benny. Awesome, and greetings from the United States to the United Kingdom. Absolutely. All right. So yeah, if you have any comments for me and Tyler, or any comments about wrestling, let us know in the comments. And later throughout the show, we will interact with you guys. So far, it's been an amazing time being back. Right, Tyler? It's been so much fun, Waylon. I, I just can't say enough good things about what you're doing and and what a duo we're making. I mean, we're, we're making the tags. If you take the beating... You, you may stand on the apron and, and let me do it, but hey, I, I'm still counting on you. It, it's just, it's a fantastic opportunity. So Absolutely. thank you. Absolutely. You are very welcome. And we are glad to be back. And now 
We're gonna go over WWE War Day 1. And we're gonna start it off with Tyler Peters. We got Becky Lynch taking on Nia Jax. An unfinished story. I like the callback to 2018 during Survivor Series. It's all been based around Nia Jax's right hand. Busted open, or actually pardon, broke Becky Lynch's nose. That gave rise to the man gimmick for Lynch. Uh, the way they, they told the story in the match, though, however, Lynch uh, contrived this over-eagerness uh, against Jax, but it was Nia's capable readiness that would uh, halt Becky's offensive uh, opportunity. And fundamentally, the storytelling, I, I just can't brag on it enough, Lynch had to try to outmaneuver and not outbrawl Nia Jackson, and Becky had to use the top rope movement a lot. But speaking of that right hand, Nia Jax would punch Becky Lynch and then finish her off with the Annihilator. So it may have shocked a lot of people, but Nia Jax would go on to defeat Becky Lynch and Waylon. This was just an unbelievable contest. It was both females done an incredible job. One of way to kick off the first female match of the new year. Could this be one of the match of the year for this coming year? We will see at the end of 2024. But this was an, an outstanding match. I couldn't disagree with you, Tyler. It was well done. And they just, it, it was getting to the point. It was like Naya almost had it, Becky almost had it. It's like these women wasn't giving up until what you said of the end. And bam, Naya Jacks won. Yeah, I thought it was uh, done very well. Yeah, and next we've got Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, we talked about the holiday edition. This all plays into that. Uh, it's more of the psychology between Cody Rhodes and Nakamura. And we see that Cody energizes the crowd on Raw in San Diego and always delivers on these promos. He's stuck on Nakamura. It's not about the personal jabs at family or the blinding of the mist from Nakamura. It all should have just ended. So Cody calls out Shinsuke, but it's more the mind games from Nakamura. And he chooses when to close the book versus Cody. So it's an interesting uh, parallel between the American Nightmare and Shinsuke Whalen. Uh What else are we going to see from these two? I have no clue. It's been very interesting between both of these super over the last couple of weeks so will they continue being on it because both of them want to go against seth rollins i mean you never know seth rollins could be a, another potential target we all know about what's uh, transpiring between uh the world champion and cm punk currently absolutely and now we had Jay Yusa and Kofi Kingston versus Premium. This match was a great one. Good back and forth. 
interaction between these competitors. However, the referee stops the match due to Vinci being checked on by medical staff and declares Jay and Kingston as the winners of the match. Tyler, would you like to get on with the details about what happened to Vinci? Vinci appeared to uh, take a drop kick and his head landed awkwardly. You could tell the referee knew something was up. That's why he, he put up the X sign. That means a referee stoppage. And it, it was unfortunate, very sad to see the circumstances surrounding why they had to conclude the matchup. But you just, uh, your well wishes go out to Giovanni Vinci and to uh, Kaiser, his tag team partner, Imperium. And, uh, but congrats to uh, Jay Uso and, and Kofi Kingston on the victory. It's just a shame this one had to be cut short, but you under, understood why due to this uh, apparent injury. Uh, you can tell when something goes wrong in the ring, and it's very physical. It's uh, not ballet like a lot of people have uh, said. It's a very intense uh, contest inside those ropes. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tyler. Oh, and, you're welcome. Yeah. And now we have the Miz hosts the Judgment Day on Miz TV, which led to a match. The Miz and of Truth, known as Awesome Truth, versus JD and Dominic Mysterio. I have to say this was a great match to see the Mads and our true tagging again because they used to be a tag team at one point in time. But anyways, the winners are awesome true. Tyler, what do you find of this match and the statement of Miss TV? I like the fact that R-Truth uh, still thinks he's a part of Judgment Day, and he didn't know who to tag into the <laughs> match, whether he, he was to go to Miz's corner or where J.D. And, and Dominic were. And then in the end, he ends up uh, doing the right thing, hitting J.D., and as we see by the image here, uh, the Miz uh, would finish off J.D. with the skull-crushing finale. So I thought it was a, an entertaining bout. Absolutely. It was an epic match for sure. And this is what I, I want to discuss. Uh, we talked about Nia Jackson, Becky Lynch. Rhea Ripley defends her women's world title against Avi Nile, who uh, accompanies the Creed brothers in a women's championship matchup. Rhea just always looks confident and she opposes a daunting presence. And Avi, uh, demonstrated a lot of power. There was the one spot, Waylon, where it was a German suplex on the Light. outside to the arena floor, and the look that Rhea had uh, sold it. And I just like the back and forth, and like you were saying about Nia and Becky's match, the underdog story of when it looked like Avi now had a, a real chance to win the title and, and beat Rhea Ripley, overcome her. She was very resilient. She endured the punishment, but it only takes one headbutt one big boot or one move by Rhea Ripley to change the complexion of the matchup with uh, Ripley's strategy. And uh, Ivy would surprise uh, Ripley, not just with the suplexes, but her tests of strengths. And, uh, but in the end, it was the Riptide, the Eradicator would retain the uh, women's title and that thus being Rhea Ripley. Let us know in the comments 
what you guys thought about this match. I thought it was an incredible match. Ivy was incredible. She did such incredible moves on Rhea that not too many female superstars could do. She just had one it takes to pin it up with Rhea Ripley. And who knows? She might become women's world champion one day. So congratulations to both female superstars in this match. This match and Nia Jax versus Becky Lynch was incredible. So good job to these two women's matches that took place on day one. Tyler, do you have anything else you would like to discuss between Rhea Ripley and Ivy? I think we both covered it, Waylon. Uh, there's not much more that can be added. It, it was just, uh, like you said, another uh, incredible matchup. Absolutely. And next, uh, we get a former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, uh, Jinder Mahal. That's what everybody wanted to see, and I'm saying this respectfully to Jinder Mahal. He's an impressive-looking individual. He comes out. He runs down America. But then Waylon, it's dang, 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 yet. dang. Yeah, and uh, talking about getting goosebumps, The Rock thought he was getting them with the way the crowd reaction. But we see the most electrifying superstar in all of entertainment. The Rock shows up. He emerges. He's back. He's returned on Monday Night Raw. He confronts Jinder Mahal. He also uh, lays a smackdown not only physically but verbally on Jinder Mahal and Waylon. I know one of your favorite things was that Rock's anthem. It was a new twist to the national anthem. Oh, my goodness. That was incredible, especially after he said, And your balls are still there. That was awesome. I loved it. It was very humorous, like only The Rock knows how to deliver uh, whether it's one-liners, I don't care. You could say two or three-liners. It, it was riveting. Jinder Mahal had enough. Michael Cole said, the man doesn't have a sense of humor. I'm paraphrasing, of course. And then he would uh, ambush The Rock. Then The Rock would turn it around with some right hands, a spine buster, the people's elbow. But Waylon, as good as all of this was, it was what The Rock said to end the promo. So I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, so, yeah. I, I'm very intrigued. So, yeah, The Rock came out playing his anthem, attack by Ginger, and then he got back with Ginger. And then after the match, uh, not the match, the statement, The Rock said he was going to leave to go get something to eat. So he was asking the fans, will he so go to eat, will he so send, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And... At the end of that statement, he said, what about the, how about I said at the end of the table? So, Tyler, will we see a Rock versus Roman Reigns match? I hope so. The, the, the tease, I mean, that's, that's more of a tease. That, that is a statement uh, to your point and what you just mentioned, Waylon. We got to see The Rock take on Roman Reigns at, at least at WrestleMania. Come on, give it to us. 
And then and I, I want more. And I noticed that WWE Hall of Fame of Rikishi wrote out a message basically telling The Rock to lay back and sit down. So. I know. Will Rikishi eventually be in this storyline? Hey, maybe Rikishi uh, feels like his presence needs to be felt and uh, he's part of the family uh, ties here and that's what makes it even more uh, compelling is uh, the Rock's family and the bloodline. Uh, th there's a lot of twists and turns that I could see with this storyline and, and where WWE could go. So I, I'm kind just like all the fans. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Kind of like the storyline. You could correct me if I'm wrong, Tyler. But kind of like back in the Attitude Era where Rikishi ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin and he said he did it for the walk. So now what's going to happen when the walk comes back and he said he's going to kick Roman Reigns' ass, but what if he turned the change around and said he did it for Rikishi? I, it would be uh, definitely something to behold. Uh, but, you know, that's a good reminder. Rich oh, for the Rock against Stone Cold. Yeah. Nice call. Oh, oh, instead of saying he did it for Rikishi, one, if he shocks everyone, because you never know if WWE, one, if the Rock said, I came to face Roman Reigns, take the titles off of him, because he did it for Paul Heyman. Why not add that twist to it? That, that would be quite a twist. But I, I, I kind of, just me personally, I, I like Heyman with Roman. Uh, but, hey, listen, that, that's not a bad idea. I could I could see it unfolding, knowing Paul Heyman. And the, the way they could plan it out. Yeah, I agree with you. And now, everyone... We had Shania Blazer and Zoe Sartre versus Tegan Knox and Naya, not Naya, Natalia. Sorry, everyone. Anyways. No, you did good. You're Natalia. Fine. Thank you, Tyler. Natalia and Zoe started the action. Blazer makes the blind tag on her side and delivers a knee. To Naya. Naya, I mean. Savi, I can't stop forgetting about Becky Lance versus Naya Jack. It was just too good. It's hard for us to forget it. No, I'm with you, Waylon. Uh, but what you're saying, man, is uh, these two ladies, I, I like their upside with Shayna Baszler and uh, Zoe Stark. They they took on Natalia and Antigua Knox. And you just, you tell us more of what you enjoyed about the match. I, I cannot wait to hear more. Anyways, everyone. See, if I was an announcer, we would all make, we would make mistakes. Now I know how hard Lillian Garcia's job really was. <laughs> well, yeah, we all make errors. I mean, I, I should have just said Banks earlier on, and I, I couldn't get her first name out, so... That's what I'm saying. It, it's going to happen, but we're just having fun. We're going with the flow. And hey, listen, yep. I'm going to laugh at myself there. Somebody may need some uh, good comedy, not just with the rock, but 
on my account and uh, it's all good man this, yeah. this stuff is is it's about having fun yeah anyways shania blazer makes the blind tag on her side and delivers a knee to natalia Tegan Knox delivers a cannonball to Baser in the corner and ascends to the top. Then she delivers a 450 splash with Alpha's incredible. And she goes for the pen, but Blazer kicks out. And then she tags Zervi back into the match. So far, the match is going good. Blazer then delivers a German slip suplex to Tegan Knox and Jervy Stars follows it up with the Z360 for the win. I love the Z360. What do you think of that move? And great job, ladies. But yeah, Tyler, what do you think of the Z360? It's impressive. Uh, I like the finisher. Uh, Zoe Stark and, and Shayna, I, I like this team. I, I said it before, and uh, I just want to say, Waylon, uh, very uh, studious analysis. Uh, that, that was wonderful. Absolutely. And we will all make mistakes. But good job to Natalia and Tegan Knox. You guys did an incredible job. And then... The main event of day one. We had Seth freaking Rollins putting on the Rhone Heavyweight Championship against Drew McIntyre. I have to say, Tyler, these two talents are amazing with what they do in the ring. This match was epic. And such a great overall turnout. They went at it back and forth. Then, all of the sudden, Damien Priest music hits. He marches down to the ring with his money in the bank briefcase in hand as Dominic Mysterio and the referee flink him. He hits Rollins with the briefcase. That was awesome. Then he looks to catch in. But nope, not this time. Because Drew McIntyre levers him with a Claymore kick. And then he levers Dominic Mysterio. Then Drew and Seth continue on with the match. So... Woman, woman ring, sorry. Seth Rollins delivers a kick to the midsection and delivers a pedigree to Drew McIntyre on top of the announce desk. That was incredible, to say the least. So Seth threw Drew McIntyre back inside the ring. He delivers a curb stomp. For the victory. I love the match. This was awesome. Tyler, what did you find of this match? I liked how uh, Seth started out aggressive in the beginning. I'm not going to add too much more because Waylon, you broke it down perfectly. I like how Seth utilized the aerial tactics, but, you know, Drew's going to impose his strength. 
And and like you said, the pedigree on the table, um, even though Judgment Day looked like Damian Priest uh, was going to tease a cash in, uh, Drew McIntyre didn't want to let even them stop his efforts. And uh, so I, overall, it was just, um, what can you say about these two? I mean, Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre, just unbelievable. Absolutely. Awesome match. Common disagree with you. So, yeah, I made a couple mistakes. That's okay. I'm just shouting out Nia Jax and Roman Reigns. What's up, you guys? <laughs> no, you did fine. You're, yeah, you, you did you did wonderful. Don't, don't worry about it. Anyways, at this time, before we get started with the SmackDown recap, from last night, we are going to go ahead and take commercial break. Whoa! Breaking down the current news and results of WWE, we hope you're enjoying WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. That's right, Tyler. Hearing and reacting to recent news and results of WWE is mind-blown. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash at WrestleManiacs, Waylon, and Tyler. And give the show a like and ring the bell so you get notified when we are live, meaning we are going live. Also, check us out on our Facebook profile pages as they will be included in the description. And I also want to tell everybody about a podcast that I have on SJP World Media called Tyler's Takedowns, where I discuss old school wrestling and the wrestling of today. And a special shout outs to Positively Awesome Wrestling and Chain Wrestling, who's also a part of SJP World Media. Whether you love Raw or SmackDown, we bring the best of all the incredible performers of WWE. All right, and now back to WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. Welcome back, everyone, to WrestleManiacs. We hope you enjoyed this commercial break. It was fun putting it together earlier in the last year. So far, Tyler, this is starting out to be a great episode, isn't it? Oh, it's been a fantastic episode, Waylon. We, we've taken time off, and it shows because we've got so much to discuss. I mean, we've, we've got plenty of content, and the commercial was fun to put together, and I'm glad to hear it. it it's kind of neat hearing it back. Absolutely. So because we took three weeks off, and we came back with the fourth episode. It's like, hmm, you guys took a break without me. So I'm going to do you guys a favor and I'm going to make you guys mess up. So it's a maniac, not Tyler of the air. And then I made a couple mistakes with the wrong names. So our podcast was giving us a payback, Tyler. I guess it was. Anyways, yeah, we hope you guys are enjoying this episode. We have a lot more to discuss with the SmackDown episode that took place 
last nine. It was SmackDown's New Year's Revolution. And we are going to get started with Tyler Peters. LWO comes to the defense of Kevin Owens because if you remember, it was Hiberto Carrillo and Angel Garza who have aligned with Santos Escobar, and they've had their issues with Escobar, I should mention. And Logan Paul arrived. He is the current United States champion. And then we get to the matchup. This was uh, Kevin Owens taking on Escobar. I liked how it was Kevin Owens with a super kick, the cannonball, a, a swanton off the top rope into a pinfall. And uh, Owens just continued to punish Escobar. Santos targeted the injured right hand, though. And it was a tilt-a-world backbreaker that also favored Santos's efforts. And there was just so much going on in the match. Owens executed the suplex, what looked like a slam variation. Owens gave up his body to gain a possible victory. And Santos hit a high-risk maneuver, but only a two-count. A rolling senton by KO and then a stunner. And Kevin Owens is victorious. He beat Santos Escobar. And uh, it was just a tremendous matchup. But what happens afterwards is what we have to discuss as we're seeing Kevin Owens take it to Santos Escobar. He's also punching out Logan Paul. Logan Paul was running his mouth being a guest commentator. He came toward ringside, actually on the ring apron and into the squared circle. And Paul says sarcastically he congratulated Owens. A Canadian shouldn't be a United States champion and that he's been the champion for 62 days. And Owens, as you see, punches out, actually knocks out Logan Paul, the United States champion. And uh, we'll get more into what's going to happen between those two at Royal Rumble later. This was epic. Logan Paul definitely deserved the punch. He, he was asking for it, wasn't he? He was. And then... The returning of AOP and Kirvian Curse took out Bobby Lashley and the Shree Perfects. Now, that was actually pretty awesome to see them return. Can't wait to see where this goes next. Tyler, what's your intakes on this? I like the pairing of uh, Paul Ellering and AOP with Karen Cross and Scarlett. Her new look last night, she debuted rather with the uh, the darker hair going from the blonde. Uh, I, I like Karrion Cross with AOP and, and Paul Ellering and Scarlett. I, I like the potential with this new faction. And, uh, you know, as much as I like Bobby Lashley and the Shree Prophets, they were welcoming us, you know, the Vancouver crowd about, you know, regarding, excuse me, the new year. Uh, we had to have something very impactful, and, and that's how you do it. And and I love how Ellering was hiding behind it. We kind of saw the silhouettes uh, uh -huh. last time with AOP, uh, Akum, and Razor. And I love this team. The, the double colliders, the, the three profits, I believe, was their finisher, like the power bombs. And then this uh, downward spiral. You can help me if I'm wrong, Waylon. To Bobby Lashley, it's a way to, to uh, reinforce how important and how much of a force, speaking of the term, that Karrion Cross and AOP are, even against – uh, the talents of Bobby Lashley and the Shree Prophets. Absolutely. And I have to say, every time Bobby Lashley comes 
to WWE and he wants to be professional, he always comes out with such amazing suits. His dress clothes he that he wears. So smooth. Yep. I love the color of his outfit. So, yeah, I can't wait to see where this goes in the nail feature. And I just have to say that all these teams in the ring are an incredible tag team. And they all deserve to become tag team champions one day. So I, I look forward to see where the tag team division takes place in this new year, Tyler. Yeah, I think the sky's the limit, uh, Waylon. There, there's so many uh, great tag teams, and, and this will definitely uh, help the tag team division. Uh, they, they already had a, a lot of very skilled uh, tandems, but having AOP return with Paul Ellering, the mastermind, uh, that was big. Definitely. And then we go on to the women's championship match. Eosky versus Mitchin, better known as Mia Yam, for the title. This match by these two awesome female superstars, they did very well with their moves. They have great and ring skills. No disappointment there. I will have loved to see Mia Yam win the match, but it was best call to make EO Sky still become still be women's championing. I would love to see EO Sky be championing up to WrestleMania because I feel that it's time that a different female superstar enters WrestleMania as the women's championing. Because throughout the years, we always seen Trish Travis, we saw Charlotte Flair, we saw Wanda Rousey, and they were just entering WrestleMania as the champion. So I would love to see a different female walk in WrestleMania as the women's champion. And who better than Eosky? Because she had an amazing year in 2023. So why not give her the spotlight this year and let her be championing all the way to WrestleMania? I can argue the, the fact that you just uh, alluded to, Waylon, about Eosky walking into WrestleMania. I think there, there's a lot of confidence that she will. Uh, in fact, walk into Philadelphia is still the, one of the women's world champions. And this was a a, a good matchup. Uh, Meechan would attempt a backslide. You know, it's the countering that I always uh, think sometimes it is a lost art. And it, going back to the uh, the Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre match, we, we saw a lot of uh, kind of similarities, even though th this was a, a completely different matchup. I'm not saying they were the same, and, and definitely it was a men and women's matchup, but what I'm implying is that you, you saw the trying to get the, the quick win and you've got to start off or start out part of me aggressively. And I, I, I liked it. I, I liked to, that Mia Yim used the Styles Clash, but I love that over the moon moonsault to, to finish off 
opponents mm-hmm. that that Sky uses it utilizes could be another way to say it. And Io Sky retaining the title, which was the right call. But I, I like Mia Yim. I, I think she's always just been so fundamentally sound. And, and she, all these ladies have a unique um, brand of uh, offense, which I, I think is just uh, awesome. I, I was about to say wonderful. Hey, both words. Absolutely. Now, Tyler, we have the women's road championing. The women's championship, the women's tag team championship, and the NXT women's and tag team championship. Do you think at any point in the next couple of years, do you think with how awesome these females are kicking ass in the ring, do you feel that there will eventually be more women's tighter coming our way. Like, let's just say the women's United States Championship or the women's Intercontinental Championship. Do you think we will eventually see more women's title in the WWE, or do you think we're just going to see what we see now? Uh, anything's a possibility. Uh, I'm not going to say there there won't be potential down the road for a future women's title that's not a world title or a tag team championship. We we could. It might be pretty neat to see a, a women's United States champion or or intercontinental uh, championship for the ladies division. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily needed right now, but. You know, I, I may contradict myself because you, you brought it to our attention, Waylon, and it, it's kind of fascinating to to think about, honestly. Yeah. So uh, I, I would not be opposed to it either way, regardless. And speaking of a few years ago when they did the Mixed Match Challenge, do you think we will ever see an intergender tag team titles where a guy and a female are tag team champions at the same time? I think we're already seeing a lot of the progression of intergender becoming more mainstream. Uh, and I, it wouldn't be uh, above WWE to at least uh, maybe try it out because they've done it before back when China was around and, uh, you know, rest in peace to her. And mm-hmm. just uh, so I, I wouldn't be shocked if we do eventually see it, even if it's uh, down the road a little bit. Could you Never imagine? Ever, right? Yeah. Can you imagine? Roman Reigns and Nia Jax as the intergender tag team champions. It would be cool because uh, Nia Jax is part of the bloodline ties too. Uh, she's somehow kin to the to the family. So even from a storyline perspective, uh, I think that would uh, build some intrigue if done correctly. Which I think with WWE, they they would do it right. Right, absolutely. Well, everyone, this match was incredible. We had a lot to discuss about this one. Now we're going to move on to the next matchup. We had Tyler Bate and Butch versus Pretty Deadly. I won't even say that this match sucked, but it could have been a tad better than it was. Overall, the match was a terrible. I just would have loved to see it better than what it was. 
Tyler Bates and Butch won the match. Tyler, do you have any details or opinions of this match that you would like to show? Uh, sure. Tyler Bate and being called up to the main roster. I don't know if it's exactly a call up or he just was there to be the partner of Butch. I, I would hope to see him though. I, I would think it could be the call up to the main roster. I, I like the partnership between Tyler Bate and, and Pete Dunne. They were both champions of NXT UK. I love how they relay the, the biography and, and bit of the history on commentary. Uh, pretty deadly is, is one of those kind of uh, they can add humor, but the, the guys are very talented for what they're able to do in the ring and their presentation overall. I mean, the way that Tyler Bate was able to use his foot like the, the boot to the head, I believe, of Wilson from pretty deadly was uh, was staggering. I mean, it, it was it impressed is, is what I'm implying. And then uh, the teamwork, the consistency, these guys knowing each other, you would think pretty deadly would have the experience advantage, but not so fast. Bate and uh, Pete Dunn, should you, they, they had uh, intricate uh, chemistry. And uh, Butch crippling the fingers is always painful to watch, but it's very credible. And uh, Pretty Deadly did what they could to change the momentum, but I, I love the flying uppercut from Bate and the double Tyler driver that, uh, that Butch and Bate did to win the match was uh, – is always pretty neat to watch how they, they perform the maneuver. Absolutely. I agree with you. So far, everyone, this has been an awesome episode of SmackDown. And now we're going to give it to Tyler Peters of the main event of SmackDown. Well, we get that triple threat match. If you, you remember the holiday edition, been uh, following along. It's AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton doing battle. Uh, Waylon, I'll, I'll give it to you here in just a few moments. All I wanted to say is Styles got momentum un, until Knight stopped him is what I meant. Knight would, you know, bounce back against Orton and Styles. You had a, a lot of the three-way in the opening moments, and then it kind of broke down to where you would either have Styles versus Knight or Orton versus Knight or vice versa. I like how they uh, betrayed it in the ring. Orton would lay out Knight and Styles on the announced dance. I always love that spot. AJ countered Orton by sending him into the table. Orton caught Styles with a phenomenal forearm, and Orton spots Styles with that just incredible DDT that he does. LA Knight uh, would get back into it. He would send Randy into the steps. Uh, Styles takes out Knight. And then just to fast forward a little bit, I, I just like how Orton caught AJ Styles when he mm -hmm. was trying to do the phenomenal forearm off the ropes into the RKO. But it was the, it was really the little things that were magnified, like where they would stop a pinfall or they would grab Charles Robinson, the referee, because it was no disqualification. So that was, that was possible. So there was logic behind it. And, uh, but we didn't get a winner, Waylon. We got Roman Reigns in the bloodline, Jimmy Uso and Solo coming out uh, and just demolishing all the competitors, uh, Styles, Orton, and Knight. In fact, it was Knight that would take both a Superman punch and spear by the champion Roman Reigns and a spear and spike combo by both Reigns and Solo to Randy Orton. And uh, Styles just is taking a beating. So, Waylon, this was a intriguing way to end uh smackdown new year's revolution it was 
Paul Heyman and the bloodline thought they can do what they can to make it look like Roman Reigns will not be putting his WWE title on the line against one of these mans at Royal Rumble. So Roman Reigns thought if he can stop the match by DQ win, then he won't have to put his title on the line at Royal Rumble. But good try because Nick Honest informed Paul Heyman the Roman Reigns will be defending his undisputed WWE Championship against Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, and A.J. Styles in a fair four-way match at Royal Rumble. Can't wait to see this, Tyler. It's going to be interesting these next coming weeks on SmackDown leaning up to the Royal Rumble. Now, Tyler, what do you think? By the look on Paul Heyman's face, he is probably thinking in his head that he is thinking, oh, God, I messed up. Yeah, you can tell. I love the facial expressions, the body language, the overall demeanor that Paul Heyman is showing and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it's great, man. It is really something. Now, Nick is doing an awesome job being the SmackDown junior manager. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, that's one happened at the end of SmackDown before SmackDown went off the air. And as you could tell in the background, Roman Ring is about to raise up his championship because he thought that he's not going to go to Royal Rumble. I don't even think he noticed Nick is talking to Paul Heyman because he is so busy looking at the three superstars he just attacked by all of his bloodline member. So what's going to be interesting to see, Tyler, is what's going to happen next week on SmackDown by the news that Nick gave Paul Heyman. So it's going to be an incredible SmackDown next week. So there you yeah, go, I, everyone. Go ahead, yeah, Tyler. It's going to be awesome. No, I, I was just agreeing. Paul Heyman, the body language, it's great. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. I, I got knocked out again. I guess I'm making the bloodline, man. <laughs> That's why I said because right I've been there messaging Waylon for some reason, man. It's just it may be our. Our connection, maybe it's a weather change. Who knows? But I've I've made Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns or Becky mad because it's their segments. Uh, Sarah, I was about to compliment Paul Heyman, and he's like, "No, not so fast." Of course, teasing. Uh, but uh, you know, this will be fun. The the four way did not expect the ending on SmackDown, so it was. Uh, but Waylon did a great job just mastering the ship because I kept kind of contacting him, saying, "Hey, listen, I'm knocked off again. I'm gonna." 
I don't know what's going on, but you'll have to add me back to this. Now, story. what we didn't discuss because I didn't have enough time to find pictures, Tyler, would you like to discuss about the two things that happened backstage on SmackDown? Yeah, the two things that happened backstage on SmackDown, going back to Logan Paul and Kevin Owens, that match will now be at Royal Rumble, the United States title matchup between Logan Paul. He'll be defending is what I'm getting at against Kevin Owens, who won the tournament to decide the new contender. What happened, Logan Paul was mad backstage. Kathy Kelly interviewed him and, and notified Logan Paul that he will be facing Owens at Royal Rumble. And then we saw, uh, you know, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory backstage that set up a match. We'll get into that a little bit later. But the other segment was damage control. Uh, Bailey was, it was all about the plan, or at least Bailey's plan. And they, Bianca Belair would confront Bailey. And in the end, though, EO Sky and the other members of damage control would give Bailey an, an assignment to uh, take care of Bianca Belair. So that was very uh, fascinating. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tyler, for showing this. So oh, you're very welcome. This wraps up the Raw and SmackDown holiday shows. Day one and New Year Revolution and our breaking news. At this time, we are gonna discuss what's in what's in what's in store for us for Raw this week. We are gonna have the returning of CM Punk. Since returning to WWE, I cannot wait to see CM Punk back. Tyler, do you have any idea why he's going to be back and why he's going to be doing? The only thing that I can assume uh, with CM Punk returning to Raw is it's got to have something to do with Seth Rollins. There, there's got to be more to uh, what we were able to see uh, leading up to uh, his return. Absolutely. And then we are going to see Connie Rose, the American Nightmare, versus Shinsuke Nakamura. For the last three weeks, they was going back and forth. And then what's in store for this time, Tyler? It's going to be uh, very uh, fascinating to, to see what develops between Cody Rhodes and Shinsuke Nakamura. But... I'm just going to have to sit back and watch it like everybody else. I, I'm not certain on what the uh, the result will be, but I, I know with the way they've been telling it on screen and, and Shinsuke, we, we discussed at the mind games and, and Cody Rhodes growing tired of uh, Shinsuke's uh, psychological uh, warfare, you know, mentally from that aspect. Uh, I cannot wait to see what's going to transpire between these two. Absolutely. This is kind of a rematch from three weeks ago where after the match, sensing Nakamala, I don't even think there was a winner to the match. I think it was a disqualification. No, there was not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So sensing Nakamala kept attacking Connie Rose, gave him the red mess. And then the Creed brothers came out to save 
Carney Rose. So there was none a renner three weeks ago. So will there finally be a renner? Will there be, will this match be a no disqualification, no count out? Will there be a four counts anywhere? We don't know. We just have to tune in to next month, to this Monday and find out. Yeah, we do. Hey, in this next matchup for Monday Night Raw this week, we've got a tag team championship match, actually a women's tag team title matchup that will see the champions, uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter, defend their titles against the former champions, Popper Niven and Chelsea Green. Waylon, uh, give me your summary of uh, your expectations going into this match. I'm going to love it and see the rematch. I think it's going to be incredible to see what these women will fall off this Monday. I hope that Catania and Kanan keeps the titles because Piper and Chelsea had them on long enough. Now, Tyler, I have to know what you think. What do you think of Wing announcer Samantha Irvin has Irvin had to change the way she has to say Chelsea Green now because she always had the introduction of how Chelsea always acts and now she has to just say Chelsea Green. Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed, but it, it's at the same time understandable. But I, I'm going to miss the way she introduces Chelsea Green. Yeah, because it was just it was just lovely and entertaining to watch. Indifferent. And a next up, Waylon, we have Finn Balor of the Judgment Day, one half of the uh, tag team champions for the men's division, taking on Tommaso Ciampa, one half of DIY, uh, two stalwarts of NXT, and they've done so well on the main roster. That's an understatement. Uh, so I'm looking forward to what's next for these two. Thanks to R-Truth, this match is taking place. I know R-Truth is a matchmaker now. Because it was supposed to be for the titles, but Judgment Day did not like that. So they was like, fine, you could do it one-on-one and see who's better. And now we're going to take you to what's going to happen next Friday on SmackDown. We're going to see Bianca Biel, former champion, versus another former champion, Bailey. So, Bianca versus Bailey this coming Friday on SmackDown. I cannot wait to see how this is going to go because Damage Kachar, Bailey, Bianca, they have a history for sure. They do, and uh, another uh, fascinating component to this whole uh, Bianca Belair and and damage control matchup with Bailey, I uh, should preference, is uh, remember they assigned her to take care of the EST. So I'm I'm wondering if you know if Bailey does not get the job done. I mean, what is next for uh, Bailey and damage control? Yep, absolutely. And then next, we've got Cameron Grimes taking on Grayson Waller. Now, this happened backstage during uh, 
New Year's Revolution, the edition of SmackDown, where Logan Paul was backstage and it was Waller and Austin Theory and Cameron Grimes got involved in the mix. So I, I feel like it's just going to be a very solid matchup uh, with Waller and, and Grimes. Absolutely. And LWO will take on Garza and Carrillo. It'll be Wild and Del Toro. And I think the styles will complement each other, Wayla, regarding this match. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. And then, everyone, like I was discussing with Tyler Peter during the main event, what are we going to have in store with the Bloodline Roman Reigns? After they find out what Nick Ernest announced to Paul Heyman. Tyler, do you have any suggestions? I feel like Roman Reigns will not be pleased uh, with Aldis's actions. But can I just compliment Nick Aldis for being just a, uh, I think, a fantastic general manager in addition to uh, the WWE and uh, his credentials speak for themselves, even outside the company and I like how he's one step ahead of the bloodline. Absolutely. So whenever happens next Friday, it's not going to be good for the bloodline. And what's going to be in store for Randy Orton, LA9, and AJ Styles, now that all three men has a tighter sort? I feel like it's only going to escalate and get even better from... Uh, here on out. Absolutely. Tyler, we have officially entered Boyer Wumba Month. It's going to be yes. amazing to see where this goes. And can you believe it, Tyler, that we are almost to the road to WrestleMania 40? It's just about here. It's that time of year, the Royal Rumble. And uh, we're going to find out a lot from the Royal Rumble. Elimination Chamber takes place in Australia beforehand. And uh, we got WrestleMania in Philadelphia. And uh, we know we're going to get money in the bank in Toronto. Uh, there's been some more news about other events taking place all across the globe internationally, whether that's Europe or you name it. Uh, who knows where WWE may go next. Right? Absolutely. So one more time, everyone. This Monday on Raw. Hell of yeah, the action. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, exactly. It, it'll be action-packed for both programs. Absolutely. And then one more time, everyone, on SmackDown. These incredible matches. They just continue stacking the decks, don't they? I mean, they it's do. remarkable. Now, Tyler, I, I need to know your pick. Who is your top out of the male and female? Who is your top picks to win the Royal Rumble matches? Wow. I hadn't thought it through, to, to be honest with you, but it's it's fun to think about. Part of me wants Cody to win the Royal Rumble, but we kind of seen it already. I think I want somebody new. 
another part of me actually wants Gunther, but I, I just you got to see how it fits into the uh, the main event picture, though, is what I'm kind of looking at. I, I'd have to, to really see the field. I mean, CM Punk could be somebody I, I could see winning it uh, now that he's returned. So I, I'm going to have to d- deliberate some more if I'm going to be very transparent with you, Waylon. As far as the women's side, we, we've seen Bianca damage control members. We, we've seen Bailey Charlotte's out, but Rhea's also in play. And and there's so many contenders on both brands. I'm probably leaving out somebody very important. Uh, I think Io Sky. Uh, I don't know that she won't need to be in the the women's matchup, but I just I, I don't know. Even speaking of champions, I just it, it's going to be very uh, riveting to see where they go, and uh, I'd have to kind of look at the field. And, and I know s- some of them's declared, but uh, for me, I've got to kind of to see who I'm uh, who's competing first, and uh, maybe what surprises are around the corner. So I that's a good say, question, though. I say that. CM Punk's probably gonna win. It's a possibility. Uh, that, that's why you can't leave out CM Punk. I mean, and uh, then everyone, I know you guys gonna boo. That's past. Leaving in the past. I would love to see if Lita, if she's in the Royal Rumble, win. And, and Lita may appear. And Maybe could you imagine? But if I have to pick, maybe Nia Jax. Well, and and why not give Nia Jax even more momentum? I mean, I think it's good that she beat Becky, and uh, we got to see where that goes. But, hey, maybe it's Nia's time. But can you imagine, Tyler, if Lita and Trish Chavez are both in the Royal Rumble match, do you think Lita is going to get her revenge on Trish Travis for causing her the tag team titles? They're still unfinished business, so uh, it, it would work if uh, Lita came back and, and exacted her revenge on uh, on Trish. By eliminating Trish Travis from the Royal Rumble, that would be epic. Make Why not add more to their history storyline? Correct. Yeah, you're yeah. on to something, Waylon. Good stuff to uh, think on. WWE, sure. you're so high on me and Tyler as writers. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you. I don't know about me. But... <laughs> There's a lot of ideas that can happen. Yeah, they, there are. And it, it's fun to kind of do our fantasy booking. But, I mean, the stuff is definitely complex. It's easy to sit here and go, oh, that, that's who we would select. And and all in, in good fun. But at the end of the day, there there's a lot that I'm sure goes on that, that I'm, I'm positive we don't realize with the right. creative process there. One more time, everyone. Now, Tyler Peters had no idea and I kept it from him until today he didn't see it until you guys see it Tyler what what do you think one more time of the new layout of WrestleManiacs I think it is just uh, here's the word I I would use it is uh... It's splendid 
how about that? It's it's just to use a different word. It's just it, it's almost hard to use a, a correct term to how good this new logo looks. You you do an outstanding job, Waylon, and uh, yeah, I can't say enough uh, positive things about it. Absolutely. And now, at this time, you can always watch us live on our Facebook page and our YouTube page. Those are the only two social medias we go live on. You can follow us on TikTok at WrestleManiacs with WT. On YouTube, WrestleMania hyphen Waylon and Tyler. On Facebook, WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. And on Instagram, WrestleManiacs with Waylon Tyler. Please give us a follow as we are so so, as we want you to follow us so that we can bring you more incredible news, recaps, and results of what we all love the most, WWE. Tyler, at this time, is there any last words you would like to say to our fans? I just want to say thank you uh, on behalf of Waylon and myself that uh, we appreciate the support. And this has been a lot of fun, and, and we're just fans like everybody else. And we just uh, think it is a, a thrilling experience to to lay out our opinions, you know, do our homework like anybody and and watch these uh, these shows and premium live events and and get you caught up on some of the late breaking news. I, I think that's one of my favorite things that we do, Waylon, as much as I like covering Raw and SmackDown and, and what have you. It, it's kind of neat to go over headlines or the latest rumors. So that, that's been a nice uh, twist to the, the program. I forgot his name, but Tyler, do you want to say well riches to the family of friends of the passing of the one superstar? Killer Khan. Yeah, he was known in, in Japan, but also over here in the United States uh, in the WWE now. It was WWF then, and I think I believe some other promotions, but uh, I got to know a little bit about Killer Khan, uh, but do yourself a favor, research him. I think he had a famous rivalry with Andre the Giant and uh, many others, uh, but he was instrumental, and it's going to be very sad. He uh, he left uh, a legacy, just like so many of the uh, pioneers that go before us, and in the sense of wrestling and uh, just like any of the sports figures that you see, but killer Khan, rest in peace, uh, passed Absolutely. away recently. So we want to uh, send our, our thoughts and prayers to his family and friends and fans and, and peers. Certainly. God bless and rest in peace and condolences to the family and friends. One more time, follow us on all the social media that you see in the screen below of us. And until next week, our fifth episode of WrestleManiacs, we will see you all next time as we are going off 
D.L.